Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to a very special episode of the Almost Famous Podcast that will either get me fired or be a massive success. We want to start this out by saying thank you to Uber Eats for bringing us on an amazing boys trip to the Monterey Peninsula. Did I say that right? Wells, is that the right thing? Yeah. I'm here with Wells Adams and Andrew Firestone. Chris Harrison is playing golf with us um, as well out here. And uh, it's going to be a great trip. Andrew, for those who do not know you, can you explain who you are? (laughs) (laughs) I am a very average golfer. Let's set that out there. I was uh, was on The Bachelor when you guys were in diapers. Um, Years ago, I was uh, in 2003, I was the third Bachelor to, uh, to be on TV way back in the day. The third bachelor. Third bachelor. What year was that? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Wait, I have a question because yep. I feel like it's different than it used to be. Uh, <laughs> How <'cause>, so? <laughs> well, because you you'd go on the Bachelorette, and then the guy oh, that yeah. got his heart broken the most, aka Ben, uh, gets to be the Bachelor. Right. But that didn't happen. For no. You. So that that was a big uh, big difference. So when I was on the Bachelor, it was a surprise. So it was like nobody knew who I was. Like you know, the girls didn't know who was going to be there when they opened up the limo door. Um, and I was sequestered for weeks or a couple weeks ahead of time. And, uh, it was, it was a total mystery. And that's a, that's a lot of pressure because all these girls are opening the door, the door <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, Oh God, what? I mean, I'm, I'm not looking at them. They're looking at me. Right. Cause they're like, they're, they're like, Oh, I could see some faces like, Oh damn it. Like, Oh, this is the guy. Like, yeah. like they have a vision in their head. Who's going to be and might not have been me. Well, the, but the hardest thing about that show is is convincing the audience that it, that it's justified for all of these beautiful women to all want this one guy. Right. Right. And so it's got to be like the pressure's got to be ratcheted up because no one knows who you are. So then you're like, are you having to sell yourself, being like, well, I have a million dollars and uh, I'm hung like yeah, a exactly <laughs> like a donkey. Yes. I'm like, look at this. Um, uh, <laughs> look at it. <laughs> no. No, but, but but so, okay, I'll tell you, I mean, quite frankly, one thing that happened, so we, it was like the second rose ceremony, and even before it goes, one of the girls just said, like, you know, I'm just, this isn't for me. And you know what her excuse was? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> were in the Super Bowl, and she wanted to go to the game. Mm. I swear to God, because I, I filmed in January of 2003, look who's in the Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and literally that was, she, she, walked, she walked off. So you guys, had, or you, Ben, had it better because at least they knew who you were. I still have people leave voluntarily <laughs> within three weeks. But that's, yeah. on, that's on you, though. Yeah. That's, that you makes just me feel screwed worse. that up. Uh-huh. You, you, they, they, the bachelor took it to the two-yard line. You couldn't score. So, um, but like, but it was that was a huge thing. And, and actually, um, Chris Harrison was one of the only people that I knew ahead of time on the show. 
and we spent some time together. And I could tell he was a little nervous that I was going to be the captain of this ship for, for this show. But this was so early on in, um, you know, in, in reality TV that it was such an experiment. And to see a guy and a girl kiss without a script on TV was like, a, like it was mind-blowing. Mm. And, I, and the way I describe it all, was it's like back then it was like a little fender bender. If we're driving along and you see a fender bender, you'll stop and take a look. If you've seen 100 fender benders, you need, you're, it's not interesting anymore. Yeah. Back then, that was like a little fender bender. The show today is way more dramatic and has a lot more stuff going on. You guys' dates that you guys go on. I went bowling on one of my I'm not joking. <laughs> I went bowling on one of my dates. That's, you know, that, that, that was the budget back then. <laughs> well, um, I want to pause here. And say, speaking of kissing, you and Wells know each other uh, from the past. And I don't <laughs> oh know this God. story. It's so a weird preamble, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Hey, let's get to commercial break. Yeah. Speaking of making out, uh, we so, got to hear the story of herpes. Um, anyway, <laughs> last night at dinner, I asked, hey, how do you two know each other? Or how are you familiar with each other? And you said, we're going to wait for the podcast tomorrow. So I've been waiting to ask this question. How do you two know each other? Because then we got a video this morning of Wells showing a picture of <laughs> whoa, his sister. Si <laughs> okay, let me, I'll tell you. So this stuff's starting to make sense. I, I met Wells yeah. and his beautiful bride-to-be uh, a couple years ago uh, at an event. Uh, we were there with Chris. And um, and that was the first time that I, I thought that I had met him. And I was doing, you know, on the on the drive up, Chris picked me up and uh, to drive up here to, uh, yesterday. And I was asking about Wells, and I knew I know you a bit, but uh, he's like, yeah, he's from he's from Carmel, and he's from up here. I'm like, oh my god, I I must know him from back in the day. So, so Wells walks in. We're in the lobby, sitting down before dinner, and Wells walks up, and um, and I'm starting to like kind of like ask him little probing questions, and he looked me dead in the eye, <laughs> and he goes, do you remember Whitney Adams? And like my jaw on the floor, I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, like, you, how do you know Whitney Adams? And I'm then my slow brain starts working. I'm like, Wells Adams, holy crap! I took his sister <laughs> to a a prom yeah. when I was a freshman in high school. Was she older or younger? No, she's the same age. Okay, good. But there is a I have a I have a photo to this day, and I wish I would have. I mean, I didn't know to bring it. But at that point, I was like five foot four, yeah, and feathered hair, and I'm I have my arms around her. You can't see this on radio, but like I'm doing the awkward, like trying to put my arm around her shoulder. <laughs> and it's like I'm like cocked over to the side, and and I also know your older brother Brett. Yeah, so it's funny because when the first season of The Bachelor I ever watched was Andrew's season because my family is like, we know him, yeah. we totally know him. And so I had heard the story, but I wasn't sure if it was true. So I asked Brett, and so we're from this area. We're from Carmel, but you're not from here. You're from... No, I'm from Santa Barbara, yeah. but, but I was going to school up here. But there's a there's a high school here that you can... Uh, it's a boarding school, but it also has day students. So my brother was a day student, and uh, Andrew was a boarder. And so the way that my brother tells the story is that when you have... Um, you know, kids from out of town living in the high school, they take the day student older kids and team them up with the younger boarders um, to kind of show them the ropes and show them around and make them feel comfortable. So my brother, Brett, of whom you know, uh, Ben, uh, was his big brother. 
in at school. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. And so my sister needed a date to, I guess, prom or Sadie Hawkins or something. And so my brother was like, you need to go with my sister to this dance. Mm-hmm. And so I never knew if the story was true. So last night when we got together, I was like, I think you know, like, my family. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but, like, did you take my sister to prom? And... <laughs> And you were, it, it took me. I thought he was like he was like it was like a punchline to a joke. Like, <laughs> like, like oh, do you take my sister to prom? But his but his older brother, he was a senior when I was a freshman, was so kind to me. And and you know he he yeah, had he to is. yeah yeah. But but he had to play the role of big brother to a you know to a to a freshman. But he was super kind to me, and he was also like one of the most popular guys in school. So I had kind of a free pass. Yeah. You know, for a while, like I was able to kind of hang out a little bit. Not, too not much. with my sister. No 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 no. no. And, and, Did you and, guys hang out after prom? Whitney and and, and you. yeah, I mean, I, I, a little bit here and there, but she went to a different school. Okay, she went to another school here in town. Um, but but that was the first dance I'd ever like a first formal thing I'd ever gone to in my life. I got like a corsage and the whole nine yards, <laughs> and I, and I must have met you because I I came to your house to yeah. pick uh, to pick her up, and we had we might have dinner there or something. But your family was so kind to me, and I was so awkward and so nervous. And um, and the picture really speaks to that about how awkward I actually, I still am a little bit, but but was certainly back then. I have yeah. a, a very uh, naive question. So when you're boarding, when you're when you're living out here, mm-hmm. and your family's in Santa Barbara, yep. you have a dance like this. Like when I had a dance like this, my mom when I was in high school would go out, help me pick out my tux, my suit, the flowers, yep. walk me through the process, make sure everything was good. The girl would show up, or I'd go over there. My mom would be there. My dad would be there. The parents kind of like coach you into this dating world. Mm-hmm. When you're out here, like, did you have to find a way and figure out a way to get all those yourself? Yeah, it, it's a little. I mean, it's a. You kind of have to be uh, fairly self-sufficient from a very young. I mean, I was doing my laundry. You know, uh, not that that's a crazy thing to do, but like, you're taking care of everything on your own, and whether that's you know, your studies or just like normal everyday life. But a lot of the stuff you're kind of learning on the fly. Yeah. And um, and luckily there are a lot of other guy, older people there that, at the school that you can kind of look up to and ask questions to. But like you know they have to thumb a ride to go down and get a corsage yeah. for the, the date to take Whitney. You know like yeah. it, there's, there was like a bunch of things that you had to be a little bit you had a little bit scheming to uh, to pull off. That's super interesting. Uh, so wait, it comes even more full, full uh, circle. Okay, please, Bill. Uh, we can kind of put a pin in this after it. So and I told you this the last time I was on your podcast when we were actually recording in Monterey yeah uh, was the way that I got on The Bachelor was because my brother was actually approached by a casting director Mm. the fact that my brother was Andrew Firestone's big brother who then became The Bachelor was also uh, you know hit up by a casting director to be on the show he turned it down then I went on the show I think is it's a trip it's yeah, it's pretty. The school has some good-looking people in it, then. Yeah, I mean, you and Brett both—you know—you got it going on. Wait, wait, who's better looking? That's a good question. I, I mean, no, you can answer it. Um, yeah. you know, just, Brett was with me when I got a hold Acknowledge it's a good question. I, I know it's a good question. I think that you're better looking than him <laughs> now, but I think he had you maybe like ten oh, years. No, he's ago. Totally, oh no, he his had, model pictures yeah, are pretty he great. Was a model. Some of, he, he had a great head of lettuce. I'm gonna tell you what, like. <laughs> Like his hair flow was so good back. I, mean, I haven't seen him in a thousand years, but back then, like he was a definitely a ladies' man. He and he had so many girlfriends and cute girls were kind of always following him around. So I was like, dude, I want to do that. I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. Well, um, a little bit too to explain why we're all out here. Um, you know, and I waited to tell you this, Andrew, but 
when I first met you, it was at Jaden Tanner's wedding. Yep. Uh, Chris, uh, who um, I, I, I really love, he kind of walked me. He was like my big brother. I felt like through this whole weird process, right? I mean, I said it many times. I was 25 years old. I had no clue what I was doing in this world. I still don't. Um, but he kind of like put me under his wing and would take me around and introduce me to people. And one of the weirdest things for me was I always felt like, and, and I, this is, is no BS towards you, like Andrew Firestone deserves to be the bachelor, right? Like it's, he's, he's a stud. He gets it. I watch these guys in the past. Like they all understand more than I do. And I just kind of got thrown into it. Well, we go to Jaden Tanner's wedding and Chris says, Hey, how about you come golf with Andrew and I? And so we do that. And I was really fresh. I think I was maybe still filming or just after filming yeah. when this, when this uh, wedding happened and you were very kind very funny, very much made me at ease. And I, I've told everybody that listens to this podcast many times, one of the only reasons I was able to do the show and have any type of enjoyment was because I saw guys do it before me mm. and go, okay, if they can do it, I can do it too. Like, he's not, he doesn't like walk on water. He's a great dude, normal dude, a fun dude. And, uh, and that's why, you know, it's great to get back out here, play Pebble Beach today. Yeah. Um, again, thanks to Uber Eats for doing that. Uh, it's a big deal. And here's a funny Uber Eats story as I continue to tramp. So I fly in last night. I've been looking forward to this trip for a long time. Um, I, I golf with Wells quite a bit. I haven't seen Chris in a while. Uh, I was really excited to, uh, to get to hang out with you again, Andrew. Uh, and we're playing Pebble Beach. Come on. That's like one deal. of the best That's places in the deal. world. Yeah. yeah. And a beautiful day too. I mean, this is gorgeous. And so I fly in last night from Denver and I'm standing at baggage claim. My bag doesn't come. And in this bag has my golf bag my clubs, my shoes, all of my clothes for the weekend, all of my toiletries, everything possible. I packed it all into this travel golf bag and it doesn't come. Called the airline and, uh, and they said, oh, your bag's still in LA. It's not going to get here until 11 o'clock uh, the next day. So today, still not here. So as a result, thanks Uber Eats for making sure that I have my toiletries. Mm -hmm. I have all of the snacks I need, any of the food I need, any of the drink we need. Uber Eats really saved the day. So this has been a great trip, not only come out here with you all, but to have them make sure that I am still I wonder, did, did he organize the fact that your bag got lost? Maybe That's just a great to, story, ju right? Just to like, just to crush this whole thing and <laughs> like make it. save the day. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only thing that I didn't get delivered is my golf clubs, but I still believe they're going to be coming. Yeah. Um, all right. So... I want to start today talking a little bit about golf. We're not going to dive into it too much because I don't think anybody out here really cares. But there's a question that uh, is uh, is haunting everybody here. Who is the best golfer in the group? Let's throw Chris into this. Mm -hmm. um, who is the, in your opinion, yep. who is the best golfer in this group? Okay, Andrew? so I played golf yesterday with Chris and he shot a 76. I don't think he wants anyone to know that because he has to post that score, which will screw up his handicap. But he was <laughs> crushing the ball yesterday. At by the way, a very very difficult golf course. Really tough course. Where'd you play? Uh, MPC uh, Monterey Peninsula Country Club. And I can tell you how hard it was sure. because I was there. I was playing, and it was a abject disaster. I mean, it was just <laughs> a mess. Spraying balls left, right, and center. Chili dipping off the tee. It was it was a mess. Chris was peering it. I played with you also, Ben, years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you're a very good golfer, uh, but it's been a while, so, you know, and you're also married, so usually that, there's a decline in your skills. <laughs> no, so, not at all. He no? is playing golf a lot. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've had a good year. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe your marriage is falling apart. I don't know. But, uh, but I haven't played with, uh, with Wells here, but I hear that, uh, that he hits it very, very long. So it's going to be fun for me just to watch you guys uh, play and, and compete, and I'll just be there 
you know, having fun uh, eating snacks. Yeah, yeah that, that was a long diatribe to say I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I, okay, so I'll say it right now. I think I think Chris is the best golfer of the group right now. I, I, that feels like a game. It feels like a game. I want to so, see it. Okay, prove me wrong, ladies. Come on. The best, the best is I, I believe that Chris is sitting on the side right now. Like this is the one conversation today I want to join into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating them up. No. Oh. So, Any I, given I day. Agree. Hey. But he's going to have a hard time because we just went on a trip. And uh, I, I tip, <laughs> seven out of ten times, Wills beats me at golf. I told you this last night. Um, in Utah just a few weeks ago, uh, I did beat Wells straight up. And so today is kind of like that, that <laughs> to really figure out where we're at in our game. To answer your question, I do think Chris is the best golfer of the group. He's the most it, consistent. Th- there's an argument He for also... The thing that gets everybody in trouble in golf is nerves, and I think that he's able to regulate his nerves better than any of us yeah. for. Now, yes, I think that I can have days where I can I can beat everybody, but my vote is for, for Mr. Harrison. I also would put the vote behind that, too, because I believe right now in his head, he's like, wow, everybody believes I'm a good mm-hmm. golfer, yep. and he's going to get on that first tee today and shank it. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back... <laughs> Um, we're going to come back, uh, talk more about the trip, uh, talk more, um, about a story I have from my honeymoon that I've never shared on the podcast that you guys found really funny last night. Uh, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great tease. Um, we'll be back. Thanks again for Uber Eats for setting up this amazing trip to the Monterey Peninsula. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Uh, I shared a story last night at dinner and everybody goes, you got to uh, share this on the podcast. And I, uh, I'm i excited to. It's a hard one to explain. There's, it's a lot of visuals to mm-hmm. this um, that are necessary. I'm sure at this point people, you know, my mom and everybody else has turned off the podcast. Like, we don't know what we're getting into. Um <laughs> Okay, so anyways, here's the story. I'm going to try to explain it the best I can. Uh, Jessica and I went to uh, St. Bart's for our honeymoon. And uh, the reason this story came up last night is because I'm a big fan of blue cheese stuffed olives. (laughs) And I love them in a good martini. Not a dirty martini, just a straight up martini. And we land in St. Bart's at like 8 o'clock. We go right to our resort. It's a great resort um, in St. Bart's. Um, but it's a French speaking Island and late at night, uh, you know, there's not a lot of staff around. Uh, there's just a few people in the restaurant and we sit down like, you have 30 minutes to order. I said, great. So all I want right now is a blue cheese stuffed olive martini. So I asked for it. The waiter who did not speak English because it is not an English speaking Island for the most part, there's a lot of them down there goes, uh, looks at me and goes, I have no clue what you're talking about. Like pretty much just confusion. I don't know what a blue cheese stuffed olive is. And so I, uh, I said, okay. And he goes, let me get uh, 
somebody Blue else. Blue de fromage? Yeah, the sommelier. <laughs> and so as a result, and I, I the, the sommelier walks up. I said, Can, do you have any blue cheese stuffed olives? And I, I make like a circle, like, like what I thought was like an olive with my hand. You know, like you're, you put your index finger and your thumb together. Like as, an as okay symbol. Like an okay symbol. And I take my other hand and I, uh, I, I give my index finger and my middle finger and I start like doing the sign where you're like you're pushing, yeah. stuffing. And the sommelier gets really confused. I don't know why. And walks away and says, I'm going to get my manager. So I'm sitting there. I'm still going, do you have any blue cheese stuffed olives? I'm saying it very slow. Like they're going to understand it if I speak slower, which is a very terrible thing to do. And I'm still stuffing my fingers <laughs> at the same time. The manager goes, I need to get my like GM of the hotel. He mm-hmm. comes out and he goes, I hear we have a problem here. Mm-hmm. And he spoke English. I said, I, 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 I don't know there's a problem. And my, and my wife suddenly catches on yeah and goes no you have a big problem then you've literally just asked every single person that comes up here you've just signaled to them <laughs> if, if you're down if you have anything stuffed like do you, have, do you have anything stuffed the gm finally goes oh we don't have any blue cheese stuffed olives but we can't make you a martini that is the story um it's still today what jessica does when like things get awkward when i say something stupid she just does the little stuffing sign. And that makes it me. less awkward. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just to remind me um, of, uh, of how weird I am. Yeah, and, and also um, how the, the French uh, do different hand signals for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, well uh, the, the Americans do this. This means this. Oh, it's, yeah, that, it that means, is international. It means I mean, sex time. I know what that is. I mean, since a very young age, I think that's pretty explanatory. Yeah, I hope, I hope the visual What I there. love about that is that there are waiters and sommeliers that thought that this 6'4 hunk of a man was like, hey, do you want to go in the back? And, <laughs> yeah. No, I and just also, sat down, on, the first, down. <laughs> on the first night of your honeymoon, they were yeah. like, wow, look at that. <laughs> they all swing us, I guess. This guy is I wish someone giving. was like, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I guarantee they all spoke perfect English. Yeah. Like they're like this can't be. You, you, you yeah, gotta come check this out. You, you gotta check this out. This guy's just over there. This guy's I mean, nuts. I was just. I was not stopping. Uh, was not stopping at all. Uh, Andrew, question yeah. for you. Do you ever use Uber Eats? Oh uh, yeah. So um, you know, I have three kids, and um, you know, it is. You know, this isn't any sort of advertisement for it, but this is just a utilitarian thing that we use all the time. And you know, half the time we've forgotten something somewhere. We need a snack. Some of the kids are. You know, milk for one of the kids, whatever it is, and so it's actually super convenient in Santa Barbara to go in you know, and have you know food delivered, you know, have whatever delivered, um, and uh, and it's really quick. So we, we and I'm very slow to adopt technology. My wife was first using it. And now it's almost it's funny like these things now become like kind of part of your like just everyday life. Like you know, it's, it's so much more useful. It saves time. So long way to say yes. I wonder if you can get blue cheese stuffed olives. And I guarantee it. Uber Eats. I, oh, I, I almost can promise you that. I mean, think about the stuff that we ordered. In fact, um, it should be. Oh, it's probably coming there. I just saw Amy walk away. Um, there's more coming today. I mean, we ordered everything uh, yeah. for for our trip. We ordered some alcoholic seltzers. That's what I yeah. requested. Got to be 21 or over to do that. But we all are over so, 21. Yes. One thing I noticed that that you put on your request list, which I didn't know about you, Benny. Do you like the same kind of potato chip I do? I don't Ooh. eat a lot of potato chips. Cheddar and sour cream. Yes, which I think is a very particular mm-hmm. style. I mean, not like a tortilla chip or like a Dorito. Like, this is a, something very specific. So, Cheddar and sour cream is the way to go. It is. And, um, and a lot of times, I'm a jalapeno boy. I like a jalapeno chip. See, I don't like jalapeno. I don't like salt and vinegar. Like, <sighs> no, like, oh, like, I love salt and no, vinegar. I, see, I, I can't do that. You know, the one thing that was always told to me, I don't know if you agree with this, um, but I know people listening 
will will understand. There's a new chip out there that uh, LeBron um, has designed, which is a cheddar and sour cream um, chip with spice added to it. There's a spiciness huh. to it. When you open up the, they taste fantastic. But when you open up the bag, it smells like feet. Mm. Have you ever gotten that? So you know, so mm. I, you I, I can't, I, I can't have a, a bad smell. Yeah, I, yeah. Anywhere like around it's what I'm eating. Me. No, not good. It's always told me. Okay, uh, we're gonna talk a little Bachelor here and Bachelorette. Uh, Andrew, do you still watch the show? Uh, yes, I do. Um, but it's funny. I mean, so I want to talk about something Bachelor, not directly answering your question, but it's funny how we're all sitting here together, and, and you yeah. kind of touched on it earlier, and. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of people, men and women, that have gone through The Bachelor over the years. But it's funny how um, you can create a relationship with somebody and it makes that experience that much better and it lasts long. You know, like, and again, so Chris and I, um, you know, when I was sequestered for all that time beforehand and I was, you know, I I didn't know anybody, I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know what the show was about. And Chris took me out to lunch with, with his then wife, Gwen, and their two-year-old son at that point, Joshua. And so we go out to lunch and like, you know, he's trying to, you know, kind of figure me out and I'm trying to figure him out. And I remember this moment when his son, Joshua, is pinging me with French fries <laughs> and I'm trying to keep a straight face and I've got nieces and nephews and I've got lots of little kids in my life. And I'm just like, I, I want to throw a French fry back at him, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but, uh, but there was like this genuineness about that experience. And, and a lot of the, the bachelors, all, you know, it's, it's, it's TV and it's, you know, it's, it's edited and all that kind of stuff. But there are so many real moments where you actually develop these relationships, mm-hmm. not just the, the, not just the men and the women, but like you, like you find these friendships and it makes it not only tolerable, but enjoyable, and yeah. um, and it's and uh, you know it's not the fraternity or anything like that. It's just you do develop these unique relationships that can last a lifetime. And um, and I and I've had that with Chris for God, it'll be twenty years that I was on the show uh, next year, and we've remained great friends ever since. And you know I I think we met five years ago when, yeah. when you were on the show. Yeah, but it was. And I didn't even know I met you damn near 30 years ago. Yeah. He screwed my sister. <laughs> Not true. Not true. Not true. But, uh, but it's, it's funny how it, it, it's this like, it is this, this, this group of people that, uh, that's, that, that somehow you kind of find a, you find a commonality and a friendship. Well, it's, it, you're, you're exactly right because, you know, Wells and I have been able to spend a lot more time this year together um, along with Dean. Um, Dean's around, but you never know where he's at in the world um, typically. But... Uh, I doubt Wells and I, other than like personal um, stuff that we're trying to figure out, have talked about The Bachelor mm-hmm. ever. Like, I don't think it comes no. up. And that's when you know, like, you know, sometimes you get around the group of people and like that's still the thing that's discussed or it's what are you doing next or, uh, you know, are you going on the next show? And it, and uh, when you get a real friendship, you start to enjoy the other person. And you've, we've only met through this weird experience yep. that now we can all share. And then going back to what I said earlier, it was on that golf course that day with you that I said, okay, like, Andrew's a good dude. Like, he's, you know, he doesn't have, he's not, he's not a weirdo that sold out for the fame of this. Like, he's just a good dude who thought it could be fun. I can do this too now, which is, a, I hope, is a huge compliment to you. Well, I appreciate that. That's was, fine. all right, we can, we can do this thing. Um, but I also, I, I think you've probably played golf with hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. that have a connection to The Bachelor or whatever else, and some people just kind of want to be near it. Somebody, you know, want to talk about it. But, like, you know, it's, I mean, how else would I know a guy from Indiana? Or how would, you know, make this connection back with, you know, a person I 
family well, I once knew going, from Carmel. But, yeah. but no. <laughs> with a guy that I, uh, no, that, but, that I knew. But, but it, I did stuffed cheese olives with his sister one time. <laughs> now I'm going to describe it as that from now on. Yeah. Uh, but, but it, hey, Sarah. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Martini? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. We want some prison sex. <laughs> the, the, um, Andrew, I think everybody here would be interested. Tell us more about this sequestering that yep. you did. Uh, that wasn't a thing when I was The Bachelor. Uh, I got a phone call. I showed up to, in fact, the, the backstory to that is I went to Honduras for a wedding. I came back uh, from Honduras with a parasite that I had through the whole time that people know about. I lost 30 pounds when I was a bachelor. But I flew into L.A. three days before we started, and everybody in the world knew I was yep. The Bachelor yep. at that point, right? Yep. They knew where I was going to do. So you were hidden. So yeah, so so nobody knew obviously that I was on it. It was a big kind of secret, and uh, it was it, the the whole reveal back then was that I was going to come out on Good Morning America, and it was going to say this is the next Bachelor. Yeah, and so I there I mean I had a hundred percent anonymity going into it, but then um, but then you know afterwards it was it was like you know all of a sudden the curtain had fallen, and it was a really weird thing. Um, it was there was all this secrecy about who I was or whatever else, <laughs> but there was a moment on the show when one of our dates we were ice skating and Century Plaza, you know, in L.A. It's the, they have the ice skating rink down there uh, part of the year, and there's this huge kind of viewing deck, and so there we were on a date and me and this young lady were were ice skating, and back then you guys didn't have this, but like there was a hot tub. On every episode, like every time, like anything happened, like do I go in the hot tub? Want to go in the hot tub? Want to go in the hot tub? They had a hot tub in the middle of the skating rink. Hundreds of people are watching, <laughs> all circling there, and I'm like, am I really gonna get in a hot tub right now with like this kind of stranger on an ice rink with all these people watching? And it was this again, it was this migration in a very short amount of time from being just a guy mm -hmm. to all of a sudden the bachelor and and. You know, it was Good Morning yeah. America, and it was Us Magazine, and P like all this stuff, and it happened so quickly. And the only thing that saved me is that I never took it very seriously. I kind of laughed at myself the whole time. I never thought, oh, that's a bad picture, or you know, like, uh, you know, I don't like the way I look or what I said. I just laughed about it the whole time. All my friends did, but it was crazy. Yeah. Do you still get recognized um, from the, the time on the show? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, for, when I was on it, it was, you know all this alternative TV stations and social media wasn't around. It was yeah. still network TV was still the thing. I mean, there was, I don't know, 25 to 30 million people watched every episode along the way. So it, it was out there. Then us magazine followed it very closely and people magazine, all the, all the tabloids. And so it was a, it was a big part of people's lives for, for a while. And so, you know, definitely like, you know, the, the younger generation, you know, doesn't, recognize me but people kind of in my demographic mm -hmm. kind of you know, they kind of grew up with me you know a little bit so yeah a, a little you're bit. my aunt's uh, favorite bachelor probably still to this day Dude, she would your say, aunt has amazing taste yeah she's a great woman yeah <laughs>
because I was in a in, in in the mansion where they filmed most of it by myself. But he would be there a lot. We would hang out and and so like he was my only friend. Like literally, not just talking about the bachelor, but like just I mean, I was there for I don't know, eight weeks, nine weeks, whatever yeah. it took to film. It was a lot longer back then. And, you know, he was my guy. Like he was my buddy. And um and so and I'm lucky to call him a friend since, you know, for all those years and, and we're still very tight and uh, yeah, we got a chance to come up here and see you guys. We had a road trip for three and a half hours driving up the coast. That so was a what an interesting like uh, difference between your experience with Chris and like Ben and ours because we obviously are also very close with Chris. But you did the show back when there wasn't a huge age discrepancy between huh. the host yeah. and the lead of the show. Because when I was on the show, it was very much that like he was a father figure, right, right. and for you, it must have been more like a peer. No, he was a buddy, and, and like so, we would talk off camera. Like, wasn't that weird? Or like, what do you think about? Like, she said that. Like, yeah. what you know? Like, there was it was a buddy thing. We're we're only a couple years apart in age, and so um, and he was you know he had a young family, so like, I wanted to I wanted what he had, mm-hmm. right? Like, I was aspiring to have that, and I'm I'm a I'm a diehard romantic, and you know, and I, and I went when I did the show, it wasn't because I wanted to be on TV. I didn't, didn't see the show before. Like I wanted that. I wanted the thing. I wanted the, the 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 family. I wanted all that stuff. And maybe this is a way to to make that happen. And so having Chris there, who was again had a young family, whatever else. Like I saw myself in him. Mm-hmm. So I took his advice very genuinely. Yeah, because it had worked for him, you know. And, and he and he was sitting where I wanted to sit in a couple of years. How did they find you then? You didn't explain that, did you? So, no. So um. So back like you could apply for it. I didn't apply for it. I just I literally got a phone call at my desk. Um, and I think it was about the time that Joe Millionaire had come out. And so I think that the show kind of wanted a backstory. So the first two gentlemen that were on The Bachelor, you know, were, you know, just guys, just like, like, you know, like bat, just Bachelor guys. Yeah. Just regular dudes. And I think they wanted to have something that had a little backstory to it, had a little history where, you know, they didn't have someone that America already knew. But they wanted, I think they wanted somebody that America could know. Or like, oh, yeah, I know Firestone. I know Firestone. You know, like, I know that story. And I think the, the, the winery had something to do with it as a backdrop for, you know, for a lot of the, of the, of the story. But for it people was, that don't know, it's your family has a winery in Southern California? Yeah. So we're in, we're in the wine business. My brother's in the beer business. Okay. Um, 805 Beer. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with it. But my family, you know, generations ago started Firestone Tires. Mm-hmm. And so it's, Firestone's a pretty household type of a name. So I think that blended with what they were trying to get accomplished. And especially because if none of the girls knew who it was that they were going to see, maybe it was a little more familiar to have a name that was recognizable. Yeah. But now, you know, having you, having, they know you. Before you were The Bachelor, you, the people followed your story. They fell in love with you for, for your personality and everything else. And the 25 Bachelorettes that were going to show up also knew you kind of. Yeah. I mean, not, not to say they knew you 100%, but they knew enough of you to want to go and take that chance. Yeah, to agree to it. Where were the ladies at then, the women at, when you were in the mansion? You were saying you lived in that mansion yeah. alone. It's a big house. Yep. Was this, is it the same mansion no, that we used this today? No, was, this was one of the first, I mean, it's kind of this iconic, I don't even think it's there anymore. It was, you know, on the water in Malibu, and the, all the ladies were in a house about 15 miles away, okay. also in Malibu. But they Did had their Chris live with you? No, he didn't live, but he was just there a lot, you know, because, like, he would go there and hang out and, um, you know, because they were doing whatever the production stuff was. But there was a lot of production stuff that was happening, but like they wouldn't interact with me. And like I, I'm a very social person. Like yeah. I'm like, I wanna play, I wanna shoot hoops with somebody, like I wanna do something. And they were very standoffish to me because I'm sure they were told to. Yeah. 
So uh, it was it was a very odd couple of months that I was in this huge house by myself. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I went on the show, one of the first bit of directives that we got from uh, an executive producer was, I know you want to talk to the camera guys and the sound people, but they are furniture. Yep. Do not interact with them. And I was like, well, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to have to talk to these people. I got I got close to some, but like, it was funny through those, you know, th- those couple of months that I was there, like it, they did sort of start to fall into the background, mm-hmm. you know, like, like eventually it, it did normalize a bit. And that's what people ask me most often is like, isn't that weird being filmed all the time? Oh, the first couple of weeks, it was bizarre, mm-hmm. but then eventually it just kind of became, it was just there. It was like white noise eventually. Yeah. The, uh, this whole thing, uh, has transformed in incredible ways. Uh, you are now married. You mentioned you have children. Three kids, yep. Three kids. Um, Does your wife at all look back on this time? Has she ever seen it? Does she laugh at you or enjoy watching it? Everybody laughs at me, just so we're clear. Um, No, it's it's funny. I mean, it it, it has kind of faded into the background quite a bit, you know, and like, you know, I, I, I didn't do any Hollywood stuff afterwards. Like I got back to my to my life. So it's it's a fun chapter that like like sitting in this couch right now with you guys like um, like all these memories are popping back up uh and it's fun to reminisce about but it's 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 literally just one chapter in 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 my life so uh it's not it's you know it's it's not a defining moment by any stretch but it was a lot of fun are you happy you did it or do you regret it absolutely no i don't regret any of it and and you know it's so easy for people to say oh you know i I wish i wouldn't have said that or they they portrayed me wrong or i wasn't like that but like if you're taking that like that stuff seriously like you, there's something wrong. Like that is literally, I mean, it, it's just a, it's a snippet of a portion of your life. And if, if you can't look back on a photo album, it's like Whitney and I, and, lo- and like be able to laugh at yourself and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I was that awkward. I can't believe that I looked like whatever you sh- you need to be able to take it with a grain of salt. And so answer. Yes. I, I'm so happy. I did it. Made great friends. I uh, didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to, but uh, I have no regrets whatsoever. Did they say on your season, uh, here for the right reasons? Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. And, and I'll say like, I, I was a hundred percent there genuinely to see if this could work. Well, I didn't take, I didn't take a dime of money. I paid for, for the ring myself. Like, really? I, I, I did not want any, I didn't want any sniff that it was, it was contrived. I wanted mm-hmm. to be an authentic experience. That was the only thing I could control. Mm-hmm. I couldn't control editing. I couldn't control the girls. I could just control myself and my attitude and perspective on what I was doing. It's funny because, you know, that there for the right reasons thing gets brought up so often. <laughs> and, and I think that maybe you are the only person who has ever been there for the right reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because, it, like, you, ca- you come from this winery family. You know, you don't need to sell diarrhea tea on Instagram. <laughs> like, you know, there is no... Kind of bullshit with you. You actually went there and wanted to, and I didn't know about Neil Lane wasn't there. You bought your own ring back then. It was Harry Winston, but I mean they, they were going to offer a ring, and I'm like, if I give this ring to this woman that I feel like I'm in love with, yeah, and I and I want to give this a real shot, I don't want there to be any sense of like this is not genuine. Yeah, I don't want it to be like, well, I'm going to give you this ring to then give to them, to her, and then I'm going to take it back, or you're going to, whatever it is. I'm like, no, if I'm going to do this, it's going to be authentic. I might get my heart trampled, yeah, but you know what? That's authentic, and, yeah. and, and I would learn more from that than faking it. 
that was one thing I always appreciated about Jordan JoJo was that Jordan went and bought yeah. another ring afterwards and then did it again mm -hmm. like without cameras. And... Well, I think it's necessary. Yeah. I mean, it is. Like you come off that show and you're still dating. Yeah. And then there's that like moment where you decide, okay, is this really something or is it not? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I agree. I think that was, a, it's a good move, a good moment. And it's, you know, it shows that next chapter yeah. where that the show isn't kind of what like either brought you together or forced you together it just helped you meet yeah and, and life's beyond hey uh we do have a big uh big day ahead of us uh i want to make sure to tell everybody out there to order with the uber eats app they stocked us up i mean yep. with everything for this trip with chips uh with tequila with seltzers uh we brought in what else did you guys order uh, uh waters well, well yeah lots of waters to offset some of the tequila we we're gonna yeah. be drinking so keep that in balance but i mean I mean snacks, you know, energy bars, like the like the whole the whole thing. I mean, if we're not totally jacked up uh, all day on the course, like just puring at 350 yards off the sea, <laughs> uh, that's that's not Uber Eats' fault. That's our fault. Yeah. So the Uber Eats app is the way to go. Uh, again, thank you uh, for bringing us all together, Uber Eats, to have this awesome trip, but also um, to showcase something that we all use in our lives. Now, as we close this whole thing out um, today and get ready for an amazing round, uh, Wells, we do have to ask you. Um, we are, we are in, uh, May, uh, there's a show that usually is filmed sometime this time of year, mm -hmm. uh, called Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, Familiar. Yeah. Are you going to be on Bachelor in Paradise? Can I ask that question to you? Are you going to be doing it? What, it, where are you at with it? We haven't heard a thing. Well, it was, it was a weird thing because there was a bunch of talk that it wasn't going to happen. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever like talked about it oh, on yeah. your show. Yeah, but, we, like, we, we talked about it a lot. There was rumors that the show wasn't going to happen. And I thought that was really interesting because I do feel like it's a very successful show, one. And for a lot of people, it's everyone's favorite show. Yeah. Um, so the idea of them, of us not doing it is kind of a silly clickbait story just in general. Um so I can say that, this, of course, yes, the show is coming back. We're going to film it where we always film it. It's going to film during the same time um, that it always does. Will I be there? Probably. Yeah. The, here's the thing that, like, I know that this sounds like very vague oh, yeah. uh, or cryptic, but this is how, this is what I've learned about Hollywood. Hollywood doesn't get their shit together until... 17 minutes before something's supposed to start. Yeah. So you never really know um, what's going to happen. So uh, I would say it's definitely happening and you're definitely probably going to see me there. Definitely probably. Definitely, definitely probably, probably maybe. We're not getting yeah. a lot out of it. 65% of the time, it works every, every time. Every <laughs> time. Are you uh, entering any follow-up to that? Are you curious? Do you watch Paradise? I do. I mean, that is, it is a fascinating show. Yeah. Um, a lot of bikinis, a lot of, lot of tequila. And those are like two of my favorite categories. <laughs> like if I was on Jeopardy and those were like, what is tequila? What are bikinis? Like that would be those. those I would go for the daily double every time. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I I hope we see Wellesie on there. That'd be that would be you know that, that's like one of the best parts. Would yeah. you would like Bachelor in Paradise wasn't around during your time? Would you go? Uh, would you go on Paradise? You, you know, I'm 46 years old with three kids. Nobody wants that. Like if you want to <laughs> if you want to kill a show, put me on it. On a dating show right Let's now. flash back, though. Yeah. You're the bachelor. It doesn't work out. Uh, no bachelor. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't work out? Oh, you mean it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't work out. out for you. I thought you meant like you physically. You need to work out if you're going to yeah, go. I think you're, I think you're <laughs> looking at my flabby arms. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> um, 
you uh, you're the first lead ever to do uh, one of those side shows. Yep. Um, would you have said yes? Does that feel I like your cup of tea? Probably not. I mean, it just that's not my. I mean, I don't know. It, it would be tough, just because. Um, like I, I, I would just get very uh, uh, cynical about yeah. the thing, but I do enjoy watching it, and mm-hmm. like, um, and and the, the the characters that have been on it before have been so compelling, and so willing to kind of put themselves out there. So no, I w- I will say this. I, I think I can speak for everybody and say, well, as we hope to see you absolutely uh, on the beach. We hope to see you very often speaking on the beach. Um, Those flowered shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just ridiculous shirts. You, it fits you, man. <laughs> you do a great job at it. My olive skin down there and the Mexican summer sun. <laughs> we'll have mm-hmm. to uh we'll have to uh just I guess wait and uh and wonder until the official announcement if there is one, if you'll be there or not. Yeah. Okay. That works. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. There we go. Yeah. That's all that's that's all we needed to make sure there's a little peace of mind walking into the first tea today at Pebble Beach. Again, thanks to Uber Eats for bringing us all here. Uh, gentlemen, this has been a pleasure. Uh, it's really great to be with you all. Thank you um, for coming out here with the Almost Famous Podcast, but also thanks to Uber Eats for bringing us together out here. We're going to have a great day uh, at Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to get to the range. I've got to make sure that my bag yep. is on its way to the hotel because that's really important to have golf clubs yeah, to play golf. To play golf. Yeah. So I want to see if we can get Uber Eats to actually come out in the fairway. I, w- I want to order something like while we're like walking down four and like see if they can meet us at like the six T box. Be, I have the Uber Eats app. Okay. We're going to get on. I want to like, see, I want to see like roasting Brodies, you know, like, like, like doing donuts you know, on the way out there. I want to see. Just cross over through, through the yard, through the hedges, uh, yeah. onto the course. I don't put it past them. No. They're that good. They're that good. Hey, uh, follow my lead here, Andrew. Wells has been around for a bit. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, We'll be back uh, this next week with one of our regular episodes. Ashley will be there. Ashley's also having uh, the producer here. She's also having like a girl's trip, right? Uh, That's coming up sometime soon? In June. In June. So uh, that's going to be a very special episode. I imagine Ashley's very ready for a girl's trip. Like, Yeah, hers is like slightly different than this. (laughs) Yeah, a little more like Ashley-esque. A little more spa, a little more girls. Are we invited to that too? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. I don't, yes. I don't hate a spa. It's funny because when this came up and they said, hey, what do you want to do? Immediately, I, I, I was kind of joking. I was like, uh, I want to bring these guys to Pebble Beach and play golf. And you're and Amy, who has been our producer forever, responded with, okay. And I was like, oh. Well, son of a gun. You should have asked for more. I don't, don't always typically say that when you ask me things. Ben called Danielle and I the other day and said, can we do this and he asked us something we just literally said no 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 it's <laughs> no, not gonna work yeah and i say okay well that works at least at least we asked right you gotta you know what all they can do are. is say no all they can do is say no hey uh with that talk about andrew's argyle socks did you talk fashion that's what the ladies want to hear about uh, this is I'm, a podcast they can't see us yeah well uh, i i, we, I think i get a picture at some point because i thought we were getting best dressed awards i'm giving it to andrew i'm, I'm getting like first second and third Andrew's wearing a blue, a light blue, floral golf shirt, mm-hmm. just tight enough. I'm just not going to lie. Enough. It's a perfect tightness. Blue pants, also just tight enough, looking stylish. Thanks. Argyle socks. Yep. Wells is all in black. He's like Johnny Cash over here. Looking really good. It's like, super hot A nice there. black golf sweater, black pants. Ben, let me tell you, is wearing the exact same outfit 
<laughs> he was wearing yesterday. last night because he doesn't have any clothes or the, any underwear. But, the Uber Eats is getting the underwear. Well, yeah, but that, just to be said, Uber Eats is here with my deodorant, my yeah. toothbrush. I know. Uh, my toothpaste. He grabbed it all, dude. Uh, Q-tips. It's here. Thanks to Uber Eats for making sure that I have everything I need. It just came in. This is a big day. Although Ben does have a lovely uh, cashmere sweater with a like a hood, which mm. I did touch because it was so soft. He also has kind of a weird smell. We, we, we need to get this guy. We need to get his fresh clothes in a, in There's a, a lot shower. Going on right now. There's a lot going on. Um, but this day is about to turn to be incredible yep. because I believe everything's going to show up, and I believe uh, that once again. Uh, Chris Harrison shoots low round today. I believe Wells is in second. I believe I'm really close in third. I actually think Wells and I are going to go back and forth into the final hole. I believe Andrew just has a great time <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and makes it to, if to I don't, the If I don't launch a club into the Pacific Ocean today, like that's a win. Like yeah. that, That's a lot of pressure on today. There will be some games being played. I'm assuming there will be some updates uh, that you can follow. I'm hoping um, if, if I take Wells down today, it's not going to feel great because I do love the guy, but it's going to feel so good really deep inside my evil soul. I mean, you're going to do you like one of those uh, blue cheese stuffed <laughs> olives. It's, it's going to be really bad. Well, I mean, I can't beat you. You invited all of us here, you know, so I feel like I got to take an L here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good for you. Hey, uh, follow my lead here, Andrew. Uh, thanks for listening to Almost Famous Podcast brought to you by Uber Eats. I've been Ben. I've been and what? What yeah, do I do? Yeah. I've been Andrew. Oh yeah. Okay, Good I've been Andrew. And I've been Ashley. <laughs> Later, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.